0: Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beat. We will return your call.
1: Hey, huge fan, been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco?
2: For the 185th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is uh Not Joe Flacco the podcast live on ig for i don't know a couple minutes here as well i got doug with me trevor will probably be joining us later um recapping the thrilling exciting stupendous nfl draft um we'll go pick by pick Um, isn't it fun
0: it's fun man the draft is fun
2: i used to be so much more into it like I've never watched college football, but I used to be so much more into all the mock drafts and stuff. And and I think maybe because I was like reading Sports Illustrated every week and I just kind of had more time on my hands to just read anything sports related, that it was easier to keep up on some of the names. But um, I mean, that's what I got you for. Yeah. That's what I do. I, uh, Niners just took uh, some, uh, some guy named uh, Navarro Bowman. Uh, is he going to be good? And Doug says he's going to be good. So that's what happened. Um, anyways, so uh, with with the first pick, um, uh, Debo D- 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 Samuel was not traded. With the second pick, Debo Samuel was not traded. With the third pick, Debo Samuel was not traded. And so on and so on. Until the 10th pick. Picks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was nervous at the 10th pick.
0: I know you were. You should, that, I, I said you were fine. That Don't was worry the about pick it.
2: That if they were going to do something, that was going to be the one. Like, And they got past that. And I'm like, okay. But then the weirdest thing happened. I started to realize it's going to go badly either way. like Just because it's me and just because it's the 49ers, it's going to go badly either way. He's either going to re-sign with us and get hurt or get fat or both or we'll trade him and he'll be a hall of famer somewhere else and we'll blow the draft picks. So either way, I think that's why I don't mind paying him because either way, it's just going to be bad. So it might as well be bad with Debo Samuel on your team.
0: Yeah. I think, I think it can be fixed with money and uh, the, the AJ Brown trade. How about that? How about that?
2: Um, yeah, I was, uh, well, here's Trevor. Um, yeah, that's such I awesome. mean, the, the, the AJ Brown trade was is is kind of good. I mean, like all the wide receivers being taken is really good for, like the, nobody needs a wide receiver anymore. Like, can you think of a team with a glaring wide receiver need right now?
0: Um, I'm sure I can find one. I guess my my concern would be those first eleven teams tomorrow that that they don't draft a wide receiver, so the Browns can. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's like what the, I mean, the, the Falcons got a receiver at eight and then you see teams start trading and you see all the receivers start going and I'm like, okay, relax. Let's spread this out a little bit. And then, uh, once the commies got Jahan Dotson and Titans replace AJ Brown with Traylon Burks, my top receiver in this draft, I was like, oh shit. But then, that was it. So I think what was that, six or seven?
2: Was there seven? Six, six wide receivers, I think, in in the in the first round, and yeah, in the first so, few picks too, like
0: in the first eighteen. Yeah,
2: yeah. It helps that the it helps that the, the 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 quarterbacks were so bad that oh we'll get to, we'll get to the pick by pick, but basically two thirds of the league said these quarterbacks are fucking garbage. Yep. So, which um, is good
0: for. Uh, the Niners and the Browns trying to unload their quarterbacks. So
2: yes. Well, I mean, I guess the Steelers won't be signing Baker Mayfield if they release him now. So that's good. Yeah. Like you won't have to you won't have to root against Baker Mayfield. Um and uh and yeah, the Panthers still it's I mean, Panthers and Seahawks. They've got the two worst QB rooms in the league right now, right? You take say you, so you send Baker to the Seahawks, I'll send Jimmy to the to the Panthers and, and we'll call it call it even. It'll be good. And we'll call it a day. Call it day. Trevor, how you doing, buddy?
3: Hey guys.
0: Hey. Good. I'm doing well. Uh are you doing like succession well or just happy with the draft? No, happy with the draft. Oh, okay. I thought you were partying tonight
3: a little bit. No, it's working. Work party, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was working a party. See, um, yeah, I think I think they did really well. You know, these are uh, Thibodeau and uh, Evan Neal. I mean, these are guys that were number one in a bunch of mocks a month ago. Um, big needs for the team. Uh, blue chip guys. Uh, I did hear some kind of uh, some the the. Interview with Thibodeau didn't go very well.
2: Like the, uh, the 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 interview with the teams or the interview on the interview with the Giants. Oh gosh,
3: that there was a surprise that they went with him, but um I don't know. I mean, he's he looks like a fucking monster, and uh, we need some we needed edge help for sure. Um, bummed to see some of the safeties that I was you know looking for the last the guy last guy picked and uh, that kid from Michigan um we're two very good safeties and the giants need some help there too. It's plenty uh, left. Obviously, obviously Kyle Hamilton went uh but you know we weren't going to get him too. So uh but I, we got we got two fucking great players and uh I'm stoked about it. You got I mean you got to it's 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 refreshing seeing this this front office and coach um you know do what
1: the, the fan base has been asking for for a long time. So
0: Nice,
2: yeah. I mean, you're you're the only one of the three of us that actually had a pick, I, and and I was, yeah, that's right. I was, gonna be distraught if, yeah. if the Niners had a fucking draft pick today. Um, so, I mean, I just just starting from the top. Yeah, Jaguars take Trayvon Walker, which. So when the Niners had and I covered like I probably talked said this a few times on this podcast. When the, when Trent balky was with the Niners, there was two things that, that you could guarantee. One that every reporter in the country would know exactly what the 49ers front office was thinking. And two, he would end up drafting somebody with a torn ACL. Um, so I was surprised. So I, I was surprised that. Trayvon Walker actually has a torn ACL, and uh, we just don't know it yet because that—that must be the only reason that Trent Baalke drafted him. Uh, but also not at all. I was comforted; it was like a warm blanket, seeing Trayvon Walker uh, go first when everybody in the world knew that Trayvon Walker was going to go, and there was a lot of reasons for him not to go first. So it was like it—it it was like the trifecta of not a weird pick. Because not the consensus pick, for sure. Uh, Balky was kind of doing his own thing. And everybody knew Balky was going to do something fucking weird. And it just, it just made me happy. Like, took me back to, like, 2015. It was just, you know, again, like a warm blanket. What a fucking asshole.
0: Well, it looks like Bulky won because uh, I was reading that he wanted Walker and the owner wanted Hutchinson. And uh looks like your your boy won out and got his man. He's,
2: anytime and anytime you can fucking you you can lose a battle of wits to Trent Bulky. That's what <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, so you see this
0: guy, you see his size and athleticism and combine numbers, and you understand why he's the number one pick. But then you also look at his production in college, and then you're kind of questioning you know why is that talent not meeting the numbers and of course you could say george's defense is amazing there are other guys making plays they had five defenders drafted in the first round which is insane yeah so i
2: don't I've know read about an, this pick i don't know about I read, this pick. i read an article this morning on the ringer that was basically breaking down why uh basically breaking down the georgia defense and all the guys that could kind of could go in the first round i think they picked out six guys including nicobe dean who didn't go in the first round yeah um awesome. <laughs> and obviously trayvon walker was one of the guys they covered and they 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 spoke to that in I i guess the way that they'd set up the defense was exclusively to stop the run like they'd looked at like the last x number of national champions and they'd all finished in the top 15 in run defense or whatever. And so they kind of built the team to set up the run and all of the, the scheme was built there to stop the run or something. And so he wasn't really asked, I guess to like pin his ears back and go get the quarterback, but nine and a half sacks in his college career is fucking weird.
0: Yeah. So he, this is a defensive player that was drafted number one that did not, was not an All American, was not an All Conference player selection.
2: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's, that's bulky right there, right? There There's you go.
2: bulky. A little
0: bulky. There's bulky. So, uh, yeah. So we're, we're okay with, I mean, the Jaguars doing, you know, no one's going to be surprised if that pick doesn't hit like they want it to.
2: Right. Um, so the next pick was Aiden Hutchinson. And I was getting, with as quickly as they made the pick, I was getting like, have you guys seen the video of, of uh, the Vikings reacting to the Eagles taking Jalen Rager a few years ago? Yeah. Like Mike, Mike Zimmer and, and the, the GM are giggling at the, at the Eagles taking Jalen Rager, and they hand in their card for Justin Jefferson. And, well, we know how that turned out. Nope. I I I'm getting those vibes from the Lions and Jaguars. Like I'm getting that kind of like, oh, you let us, you're gonna let us have Aiden Aiden Hutchinson? Okay, all right. Here's our fucking pick. We'll we'll run this one in there. Um, I'm getting that kind of vibe from from the Aiden Hutchinson Trayvon Walker one two selections.
0: Yeah, it became a very easy pick for the Lions to get the hometown kid. Um, went to Michigan from Michigan, drafted by the Lions. He's throwing out the pitch at Tigers games already, like even before he was drafted there. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's, that's I always like seeing uh, the hometown yeah. heroes go home. There was, I think, there was four four situations where that happened, where guys got picked by their hometown teams in this first round, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's always cool.
2: So this poor bastard. <laughs> did everything right throughout his life to the point where he is uh, gets a full ride to, through college at, at, a, at a great university uh, <laughs> uh, then gets taken second wall in the fucking graph and is instantly a millionaire and this poor bastard never gets to leave Michigan
3: <laughs> that's the other side of that coin isn't it
2: right like <laughs> Well,
3: what was his other option? Jacksonville.
2: I, I you know, I mean, Eminem got out. Like, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's nice, all there's sorts of nice parts of, of Michigan. Are there?
0: Yeah, Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's nice lakes in Michigan. man.
2: A few of them, probably. Yeah. yeah. But still, like you, 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 you toil, you lift. Two a days and all this stuff just to spend your entire fucking waking career in fucking Michigan.
0: Could be worse.
2: Playing for the Lions. It's not like it's not like it's not like you you grew up in Wisconsin. And you get to play for the Packers. This is growing up in Michigan, and then on top of that, like probably a Lions fan growing up, and now yeah, actually has to do that. Actually, that's, dream,
0: that's
3: dreams come true stuff. I mean, that's good. But yes, yes, he is stuck in Michigan.
2: On the bright side, he'll be a hall of famer and retire at twenty eight. So.
0: Yeah, he'll have his health.
2: I wrote I wrote down that Aiden Hutchinson seems like he seems like one of the Bosa brothers, except he's the Bosa brother that got like twelve hundred on his SATs.
0: <laughs> he's I mean, the smart one. He's yeah. the
2: smart one. Like he's he's the one that they're just like, oh, oh who, Aiden? Oh no, we we call him fucking nerd boy.
0: Yeah. He looks like a Chucky doll banged one of those orc things from Lord of the Rings is what he looks like. <laughs> Especially when he puts the face paint on.
2: Um Yeah. But I mean he's gonna be good though, right? I mean like I Yeah, just, yeah, uh, yeah. High motor. I mean his his
0: I think his big criticism was he's got short arms. So
3: I've heard that that's like the the third fourth player that's got fucking short arms and like yeah, people. People.
0: That's they a like ball thing too. He they loves like guys
2: with long arms. Yep. Loves it. It's a thing. Levers, quarterbacks,
0: quarterbacks, and fingers, and defense yeah. and offensive lineman arm length.
2: Um. But yeah, somebody was like, We'll see if those we'll see if those pass rushing moves translate from the Big Ten to the NFL. And I'm like, two of the last three defensive rookies of the th- all three of the last the last three defensive rookies of the year were all from the Big Ten. I don't see what the fucking I don't know why we're wondering if the pass rush moves are gonna translate at this point. Yeah. Um <clears throat> okay, Texans up. Derek Stingley Jr.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a solid pick. I mean, two years ago, like I, I think we talked about this a little bit, two years ago we said this guy is kind of a no-brainer in the top three, and then he had two off years where he was injured and playing for a program that was kind of in a state of flux after Choper and all those other guys left, and their team just looked discombobulated. But I wasn't surprised by the pick, but I thought, you know, pass rusher is usually more valuable there.
2: I mean, we can we can agree, though, that like having your top three pick in the entire NFL draft and then the highlights that the highlights they have to bring up are all from 2019 is is kind of a red flag. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
2: like that's like back in 2019, back in 2019, back in 2019. This is what he did in 2019. I mean, that's. If Bill, if Bill Bryant, if Bill O'Brien was still the, the head coach slash GM here, we'd be roasting him. But yeah, I think Mario kind of gets a bit of a pass, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's like if you're drafting cornerback, maybe get the guy that's never given up a touchdown ever. Sauce Gardner, just a thought. The I mean, guy, th- those he gave stats. up sixty fucking yards last year. Yeah, those <laughs> totally. those stats
3: are obscene.
2: And his name is Sauce. Back.
3: Never sauce. never gave up more than 16 yards.
2: You can tell a lot from a player by like most of the time the nickname, like if he goes by the nickname, like he's not gonna be that bad.
0: <laughs> sauce and sauce only.
2: Like sauce, Debo, um, I mean, even, even Hollywood Brown is a you know, is a you know NFL player, you know. <laughs>
0: Ravens Especially. got a fucking first round pick for that little twerp. Right, ridiculous.
2: Um, uh, Bulky is going to be really pissed when he finds out that Derek Stingley's been injured the last two years. He's going to be so mad he didn't take him. <laughs> Missing That's what I Are you kidding? I I, I could have had him. He's been hurt for two years. Um, next pick, Sauce Gardner. My only note here is that this actually kind of makes sense um surprised it's the jets
0: 6'3", 190. dude this guy is exactly what you fucking want at cornerback i i mean he's he's a bad man um the jets i mean like new york i mean they put up a bunch of graphics about the, <laughs> how bad these two teams have been the last 5 years but i think they both had great drafts
2: i still have, i still cannot i'm not sick yet, sick of the Jets and Giants being tied for the worst record in the NFL over the last five years. I can you can show me that stat every day and I'll be okay with it.
3: Is that just because you know me? <laughs>
2: I mean, the Niners and Giants have a history, but like it's yeah. it's it's not that I'm it's it's not like with the Broncos, right? Where it's just like I'm actively hoping for their demise, but like, you know, it's like the Giants are supposed to be a proud franchise. And you and when you think of the Giants. You don't think of one of the worst two franchises in the entire league over no. the last five Like no. they've, they've got a good connotation to them. Like the fact that they're lower than the the Jaguars and lower than the Texans and tied with the Jets and lower than the Bengals and lower than the Lions and lower yep. than the Bears. You gonna say them all? Lower than the the <laughs> you, can... you are gonna say all man. team. Yeah. And and the Eagles and am I missing anybody?
0: <laughs> the Browns,
2: <laughs> and the Browns. Like the fact that they're lower than all those people is surprising to me, and that's why I like the stats so much because it's just it's not anything I would have put. As much as I think about football and as much as I try and find ways to to rag on teams, like it just never occurred to me that they were that bad for kind of this long.
0: Yeah. I
2: I didn't
0: care for the stat myself, but then when you see when you see what's sitting in the bleachers in Yankee Stadium, <laughs> oh, come on, you, you get it. <laughs> come on.
4: So um, the Giants, okay. So we talked about the
2: Giants. Pick. We talked about the Giants' pick already. Okay. The um, there's two things though with with Kayvon Thibodeau, one awesome name, amazing name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantastic name. Um, two, there were multiple people in the fucking at the draft, like wearing Daniel Jones jerseys in public, and like at this point, like the the Giants just refused to pick up his fifth year extension. Um, why are you still wearing that jersey? Is it ironic at this point? It's got. No, there's,
3: there's a lot of fan support for Daniel Jones. And the, the full and, and that, is, that stems you know mostly with the lack of offensive linemen uh, that, that need not being addressed properly in the last you know in his uh, you know because this, this is a guy that, if you want to talk about pictures of people in a draft and, and video of when somebody gets drafted, when the Giants picked Daniel Jones three or four what, three years ago, um, we were like, "What the fuck? What is this shit?"
2: Right,
3: who who the fuck is this guy? Duke, right? Yeah, Yeah. and and like just outrage, and for a New York fan base to then adopt a player and to support him with all of the losing they've been doing is pretty spectacular.
2: You've you've gone soft, Trevor.
3: No, it's not. (laughs) It's it's more of a testament that you know we think he's actually good. He just has that support for shit. Right. I mean, and that that's really what it is. Uh, I think everybody likes him. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a Daniel Jones hater at all. Uh, I think, you know, I think I said this last year, but the proof is in the pudding this year. You know, they went out and got all those weapons last year and which, you know, none of them really uh, panned out. Uh, Scored an
0: offensive touchdown.
3: That's what I meant. Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, that would be involved in what I said. Um,
2: if we want to get into the details, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> technicalities.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of support there for him, and I, I too think he's not uh, half bad. I mean, he's he's I think he's good. Um, you know, let's see what he does with a decent one.
2: See if if we had a producer for this fucking podcast, um, right now is where we would insert a clip of like mid season mid season Trevor finally saying all right that's it i'm fucking out this guy <laughs> fucking sucks yeah <laughs> because because you're saying the same shit you were saying last preseason mm-hmm. and and within six weeks you would complain anyways i just I, maybe maybe not
3: we'll see I, I, um, I'm, not say, I'm not saying i won't i'm not saying that <laughs> i'm not saying this guy's fucking great and he's all this and all that i'm saying i don't think he's as bad as everybody else thinks he is and i'm merely mentioning uh almost as a spectator at this point of, you know, my team and, and the fan base, cause I'm detached from it. Um, but there's an overwhelming amount of support for a guy who shouldn't have been picked where he's picked and who has lost for three years, miserably, yeah. Uh, and that there's something to say about that being in New York.
2: If my voice uh, has changed, it's because I brought the mic actually closer to my face. Thank, it was
3: like, thank God. Cause I was, I'm sitting here holding the phone to my head.
2: Oh, fuck. It's been a good <laughs> podcast too. It wasn't like
3: quiet, just you know, it sounded like you were in the other room
2: a little farther See, away. You, you, you say something, yeah. Come on, you know, we're all friends here. I oh, usually, um, group.
3: I thought it was my phone, honestly.
2: Uh, okay, so I want to combine the Panthers and the Seahawks conversation, okay, because they both chose to take tackles instead of taking a quarterback. And and I've got there's, there's two sides to this one. Why would, you, why would you feel the need that you have to protect Sam Darnold or Drew Locke? Like, what, what about them feels precious? Like, what, what are we actually trying to save ourselves from by protecting either of those two guys? Um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is, how bad are the fucking quarterbacks in this draft that both of these teams opted to go for Sam Darnold and Drew Locke when they had top ten picks, and are probably you know getting a top ten picks hard. I mean, maybe the Panthers will. I mean, shit. If if those are your quarterbacks, you've got a good shot at ending up with another top ten pick next year, I guess. So, um, I don't know this that how bad are the quarterbacks?
0: I mean, you just said it. They, you know, there was only one picked in the first round for the first time in what twenty years? Yeah, and he got picked at number twenty. So, no quarterbacks in the top 20 picks. So, that that speaks volumes, I would say. Um, but, again, this goes back to it's good news for us, right? These are teams yes. that need quarterbacks, and we have quarterbacks. We need the Browns because I'm part of the Browns. You guys knew that. Right. And then you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Niners, of course, want to get rid of Jimmy G. So, it's good that uh, – like, what? I mean, shit. Like, there was talks of Panthers. Seahawks, Saints, Lions, Texans, Washington. there was tons of teams that were like, hey, they might draft a quarterback and only one got drafted so so that's the proof is in the pudding.
3: And there was yeah. no and there was no rush or urgency there by the Steelers who are obviously in need um, or any team for that matter to get to trade up to get either Pickett or Willis. But I think it, I mean, I think you see Willis go to like w- what I was seeing the Vikings at the last pick, I'm like, that, that makes sense to pick him there. Let's start because he's going to, he's going to just be like Trey Lance. I think he's going to need some development.
2: Yeah. I mean, that,
0: well, just, right. they, they just, they just extended, what's his name? Cousins.
3: Yeah. They extended Kirkie, but they extended him to, that was a like cap reorganization as far as much as it was an extension right
0: yeah and again the the quarterbacks in next year's draft are going to be much better right um
2: which is i mean part of what we saw with the you know eagles making sure they had two picks in next year's draft um and like stacks you know stocking up on that stuff yeah but um I mean, when the Saints would, you know, skipping ahead here for a second, when the Saints traded up. So, okay, let's just race through this. One, uh, the Falcons, Drake London, first wide receiver off the board. And I guess the question is are you getting Mike Evans or are you getting USC's Mike Williams? Like, which. Which yeah. which which guy do you think we're getting here, Doug? Which Shut which
3: up. which tall USC receiver? Are you getting?
2: Yeah, he's a
0: basketball player. This guy's a basketball player that like you can look him up. He throws down three sixty dunks. Like this dude's an athlete, and he had his numbers were insane. You look at his numbers from his senior year; they were like some of the best numbers in the country. And then you look and see that he like got injured in game seven, so his his numbers are only through seven games. So this dude. I don't know. He makes a lot of contested catches. I don't know. He looks like a basketball player playing football. So. I don't know. All right. I think I think Garrett Wilson might have been a safer pick, but I like big receivers, so I kind of like this. Um London and Pitts. It's kind of a good big big uh, receiver combo for Marcus Mariota. <laughs> um, From but
4: Marcus the, Fal- Mar-Iota.
0: the the Falcons are I mean, they're they're playing to be bad this year and get a quarterback next year. In my estimation, their cap situation and their team they're they're going to be the worst team in the league, right?
2: I mean, between the cap situation and having Marcus Mariota as your quarterback, yeah, I'd say that's you know,
0: yeah. So
2: this is a watch um, here.
0: And... It's just sometimes, yes, yeah, some, I don't know, man. Like these big six four, six five receivers. I mean, yeah, there's Mike Evans. There's you know, Vincent Jackson. Calvin Johnson, but if you look at all the other 6'4 or 6'5 guys, they don't really make it.
2: There's, I mean, well, that's.
0: You, you haven't, I mean,
3: you're seeing the trend go to these, the, you know, 6'1, six, 6'2, six, you know, lightning fast guys. In right. A couple of years. You're seeing, you know, the Waddles and the,
0: uh, what's his face? Devontae Smith.
3: Yeah, you're seeing these kind of smaller, really fast, jumpy guys going.
0: Yeah, so if he can hold up and produce, you know, and make the contested catches he made in college, sure. Yeah, he's worthy of the pick. But there's
3: AJ Brown in that same
0: conversation.
2: Yeah, but he's still only like six. Like he's, he's, he's thick. He's just, he's not incredibly tall, I don't think.
3: And uh, DK. Yeah. No, I think he's like 6'4, six 6'5, six isn't he? Hey,
2: AJ Brown?
0: Yeah. 6'2, 6'3. He is 6'1,
2: 25.
0: Oh really? Uh,
2: sounds right. Yeah. And DK is 6'4-229. I don't I don't I don't get the I don't get DK vibes from and granted, I don't watch college football, but just you know, just him walking up there. Like he's, he's yeah, he doesn't speeding. have
0: that speed. Yeah.
2: He's a hooper, like, man. Yeah. So um <laughs> But I thought it was
0: interesting they picked him over Garrett Wilson.
2: Um, so we did. So we've done. We we talked about the Giants, some Falcons. Uh, Oh, and and props to Drake, like a rapper Drake, who won like three hundred grand betting that Drake London would be the first wide receiver off the board. You know, I always like to see Drake. You know, get the bag, and uh, that guy just needs more money. So, um, good for him. Uh, with the 10th pick the jets kept the pick uh thank jesus i think i th- i think i don't know if it's, it's, it's like fomo at this point of watching all of these wide receivers go off the board and these teams trading up like the lions moved up 20 picks to draft a guy with a torn acl like yeah. you know they're only gonna have to pay him like 15 million dollars over his entire contract that's a team oh, that's right.
3: in debt that is in desperate need of receivers though
2: Right, but trading up twenty picks is expensive. Yeah. And then on top of that, to do it for a guy that's you know, I mean the good news is Jared Goff has till like November to figure out how to throw the ball deep. So he's got that going for him. Gives give him some extra time to kind of fucking do some bicep curls or something. Um <laughs> and uh but then the and the Saints traded up for a wide receiver, the Lions traded up 20 picks. The Eagles, well they traded up but they took fucking Jordan Davis, that monster. Yes. Um but uh also and I've I've had to talk about this with my wife. My kids love red. Like just which is fine. Like the Niners were red. I'm theoretically a Cincinnati Reds fan. Um it's fine. Like my kids my kids love red. But like my wife will let them go to school in all red. Like red shirt and red shorts, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like at anybody that dresses in all red is a fucking psychopath.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, a gang member or psychopath. Yes,
2: right. You're right, and or and or and or psychopath. I mean, it's like the two things that come to mind are like either Santa Claus or Shug Knight, um, and. <laughs> Uh, and then my kids. Those <gasps> were the four. And then and then we saw we saw a homeless guy walking down the street in all red, like talking to himself. And I just like I looked at my wife. I go, "See, see, all red." Is that what you that's want red. for our children? That's what you want. Um, but that's uh, uh, um, what was his name? Jameson Williams. Who's, yeah, who's the guy the lines? T- took. I think he was in all red. He had nice. Yeah. Shoes. His shoes were cool. So, all yeah,
3: he, the uh, all he, the he, Alabama he, guys, I thought were all, were wearing all red.
2: They definitely had like red in, there. like Jordan Davis had like they, had, they had some cool. There's some cool suits this time. Like, sure. different different suits.
4: Sure, um, no. pearls.
2: And the, the guy with the pearl necklace that was like, come on, man. Tw- I mean, you know, I know we're supposed to be it's 2022 and we're supposed to be mature here, but you you wearing a pearl necklace on national television? Like, come on. Get together um doug uh so and then eagles take jordan davis he's a monster um
3: he apparently used to hide out in the bathroom of his high school football practices because he didn't want to practice jordan okay. davis yeah just reminds me of the, those guys who like don't love football i think Nacho, you you it a lot to have that <laughs> like, that like desire to play football And he just kind of screams that he may not have that one.
0: Well, I mean, he was playing this season at 370 pounds, and then he shows up to the combine at 340 pounds looking, and he basically scored like a perfect score at the combine. you know, the numbers he put up for his size were godly, I'll say. (laughs) Like it was ridiculous. Um, So, But at the same time, it's like you guys traded up to draft a two-down player like, Because at first I was like, oh, they're trading up to get Jameson Williams, and then the Lions picked them. Like, they traded up there before that pick was in. Well, it's and... like when
2: the, when the Saints traded up, I texted you, I go, quarterback, right? That's what I and, thought, yeah. Like, it makes sense. And then the Lions trade up, and you go, quarterback, right? No. And then the Eagles trade up. And I, I didn't think the Eagles actually were going to take a quarterback. Because this wasn't the draft... Like, they they were stockpiling next year's picks for next year's quarterbacks. So I don't think I, I I never thought that they had their eyes on a quarterback. But yeah, for a guy that's only going to play thirty snaps a game, maybe, um, weird pick.
0: Yeah, and they traded up for him. Right.
2: Yeah. All right, but but hey, I pleased. mean, I'm just
3: trying to be negative about the Eagles. So
2: no, yes. so that's what we're doing. We're we're here for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, D- Doug, just kind of walk me through uh, pick 14 here. Uh, um, yeah, Keel Hamilton.
0: How about we don't? Can I pass? <laughs> I pass. All right, so this is how this played out. Um, the Eagles <coughs> trade up. Trevor texts us, damn it, I hope they don't draft Kyle Hamilton. Um, and that, you know, that kind of made me laugh. I like, i oh, would be fine if they drafted him. But then they didn't draft him. They drafted Jamison Williams. Or no, sorry. Yeah, Jamison Williams went the pick before him. But they, uh, the Eagles didn't draft Kyle Hamilton. And then the next pick is the Ravens. I don't like the Ravens. <laughs> I really like Kyle Hamilton. Like, Kyle Hamilton is, like, I probably wouldn't. But there's a chance I could buy his jersey on another team. That's how much I like the guy. Um,
2: except now. Except now. Right.
0: What an awful, (laughs) awful fucking thing to happen. Dude, the Browns didn't have a pick. I was like, hey, this is cake. The Browns can't screw this up today, so I'm just going to enjoy this draft. And I couldn't even fucking do that because all probably the most talented player, the highest ceiling in the draft, falls to 14 to the fucking team that just cranks out great defensive players. So this guy's going to torture the Browns for the next 12 years. And uh I'm just gonna have to sit there and take it. So I was I was upset. That was that was a pick that got me pacing. I had to get up.
3: They had a good draft.
0: Yeah, they fucking they always do. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. <laughs> every time, every fucking year the position, the player that they fucking need falls to them.
3: Right. It's it is it's uncanny in a way, where it's like, oh, this guy's a perfect fit for this team.
0: That's oh, there disgusting. he is. Disgusting.
2: Doug, would it surprise you that um, when you texted me "fuck," uh, there was twenty-eight letters in "in fuck"?
0: When I texted you "fuck," <laughs> there was five and a half minutes left on the clock. Fuck, and I I knew exactly what was going to happen
2: oh, if, you, if
0: you check the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it like it literally like. It just popped up. It's like, Ravens are on the clock. And then it shows, you know, best available, Kyle Hamilton. It's like, fuck me running, dude. I I hate it. What are you going to do, though?
2: Apparently play him twice a year for the next 12 years.
0: Dude, the Ravens, Steelers, Bengals always draft Notre Dame guys. I fucking
2: can't stand it. (laughs) So that was going to be my next thing, because this is not the first time. No. Like, one of your favorite Notre Dame guys has ended up on, I mean, you were, you used to be a huge Claypool fan. Um, and, uh-huh. we're all, and we're all over him going into like fantasy drafts and all this other shit going into you know his rookie season. Um, and or and going into the draft and all this other stuff. And then he gets drafted by the Steelers, Kyle Hamilton gets drafted by the Ravens. Who else is has uh, Stefan to It?
0: Yeah, you uh, so we're doing the Steelers, okay? So yeah, Stefan to It. Amazing defensive lineman. I mean, Claypool, obviously, who's turned into a giant douchebag. Um, Ravens have Ronnie Stanley at left tackle. Now they got Kyle Hamilton. They have Dalen Hayes, who's a defensive end pass rusher. They just cut one of uh, Boykins, who was a Notre Dame wide receiver. The fucking Bungles have Khalid Kareem, a defensive lineman from Notre Dame. They drafted Tyler Eifert a few years ago. He was a player I really liked at Notre Dame at tight end. So... So, yeah, man, I fucking hate these these teams drafting their name. Players, it's disgusting.
2: <coughs> oh, well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, the uh, – I mean, the Texans took Kenyon Green next. I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah,
0: that was uh, the probably the first big reach of the draft there. That guy – I mean, I don't know. Like, that guy is probably a late first-round pick. They get him at 15. I don't know if that's a reach or not, but – um, if they want an interior guy like the Boston College guy, the Chargers got two picks later over Kenyon Green, but here we are.
2: And then, Jahan Dotson was like a guy that even I knew of. Like I've that like for whatever reason, his name is has is familiar to me. Like he's he's come up. Um So the commies getting him is, you know, we'll see. Yeah,
0: he is uh, Tyler Lockett, I guess, is a guy I could compare him to. Undersized, but like if this guy gets his hands on the ball, he's catching the Best hands in the draft, this guy. Um, so I think he probably went a little bit higher than I thought he was going to go. But again, he's a he was he's definitely a first round pick. So,
2: well, I'm sure he's going to draw a lot of past interference penalties on uh, on deep underthrown balls from Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then the Chargers. So last year they got Rashawn Slater. This year Zion Johnson.
0: Yeah, they can put him right next to him. This guy is uh, he's a mauler, interior offensive line, a Good pick. Again, he thought he was someone. You know, he thought a guard would go a little bit later, but Chargers are a pretty good team. So protect that quarterback.
2: And then we already did the uh, we already did the AJ Brown stuff, but. That that was, I mean, this is what God the the amount of capital that the Eagles have spent on fucking wide receivers the last like three or four years is mind boggling. <laughs> Sorry, mind bottling. There you go. Um,
0: I, I almost corrected you.
2: Yeah, mind. I mean,
0: I mean, the one receiver they drafted, they're trying to turn him into a tight end.
2: <laughs> Who's that?
0: JJ Arcego White.
2: Oh, and, Jesus, or really? White,
0: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously we saw Jalen Rager be not Justin Jefferson. All right. But Devontae Smith was pretty good. I mean, yeah. Devonte Smith team him up with AJ Brown. That's that's a good combo. But
2: yeah. this is this is basically four first-round picks that they've used. Or no, Arcego White's head was the second rounder, I think.
0: Was he okay, yeah.
2: Um, but like a second rounder, a first, a first, and then they trade a first and are going to shell out hundred million dollars to AJ Brown. It's so much, yeah. But it's like the the Eagles just have a blind spot; like they can't draft wide receivers. Save their fucking save their fucking life. Um, Trevor Penning is he the D, is he the like the D two guy that the the F, FCS FBS guy that came out.
0: Uh no he he's from Northern Iowa the, I think the Patriots are the guys uh, that got that smaller school guy but oh, gotcha. Trevor Penning is just a giant mean son of a bitch
2: <laughs> that's how you um, like him
0: though. yeah yeah so I mean if he uh, if he improves his technique he you know could be a great 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 pick in this draft but he is uh he is mean he watches highlights he's echo of the whistle kind of guy
2: um. Steelers take Kenny Pickett blah blah blah.
0: I'm I'm happy with this pick by the way. I did not want them to get the dynamic quarterback Malik Willis. Um I'm happy to see them draft the 24-year-old quarterback that's maybe already maxed out. So, good job Pittsburgh. I like it.
2: And then uh somebody just commented in the in the chat here. The fact that Chiefs got Trent McDuffie at 21 is crazy. Dude was ranked as the ninth best player in the draft. Um, I, yeah, I've never heard of Trent McDuffie before because obviously I don't watch college football, but um, replacing Traverius Ward with, uh, and, you know, instead of paying Traverius Ward, use the 21st pick in the draft on Trent McDuffie. That's like, seems smart, I guess. Yes. Like any Any Trent McDuffie feedback?
0: no this is a solid pick and he's a guy that can kind of play outside in the slot like nickel dime that kind of stuff so i thought that was a pretty good pick there's i don't know there's two cornerbacks from washington another guy named kyler gordon and oh there's people that think that kyler gordon was the better cornerback so i don't know i thought it was a decent enough pick that's that's definitely a need
2: and I then, think, uh, and I think
0: I, if I'm not mistaken, I we even though we didn't get to it, I, I mocked Trent McDuffie, two of the Chiefs.
2: No, oh, look at you. So
0: there you go, one of t- 32.
2: <laughs> you hadn't. Do you hit on any other ones besides McDuffie?
0: I didn't look. I can't remember. I know I didn't hit on the first three.
2: <laughs> um. At, well, and this is then my favorite. My favorite part of the draft, and my favorite tradition. A tradition
0: is, like no other.
2: Uh, is the. Well, I, I mean, listen. Jordan loves Jordan Love needs somebody to throw to, and so I think it makes sense to get him uh, a linebacker and, def- and a defensive tackle. I think it's going to be a little awkward for him to throw to the defensive tackle, but I could see him doing it for sure. I um, love the
3: uh, the the memes that the Aaron Rodgers walking up to the GM, it was, it was the Will Smith
2: meme. Oh, yeah, <sighs> there's um, I mean, it's it, it's
3: pretty ridiculous, though, right? Am, am I off, like it's it's shockingly ridiculous that they're not drafting any wide receivers.
2: It's not just wide receivers; they haven't drafted like a skill position guy except for Jordan Love in the first round since like twenty twelve. It's not just <laughs> receivers; it's really anything. And it's like, fine, you don't want to draft a running back, but like, but they, they... did draft a running...
3: they drafted a running back what last
2: year? Well, the it's, sports... in the, but it's second round, like not in the first round. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's. And then on the Mac on uh, the Pat McAfee show, Roger said today he goes, "Yeah, when I when I signed my deal, I thought that Devontae was coming back." Um, and then on top of that, who's he? I mean, he's got Sammy Watkins, and basically they they swapped out Sammy Watkins for Devontae Adams, right? That was the yeah. And then no first round picks. It's um...
0: they lost Vantes whatever Scantling whatever that dude.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean, it listen, it's for, listen, you've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, I doubt that they'll ever be held to just one offensive touchdown in a playoff game. So there's no, I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Like nobody's going to hold them to one offensive touchdown in a playoff game. Um, and so, you know, they're always going to have like multiple touchdowns in a playoff game. They're never going to get eliminated from the playoffs because, you know, they can't, score more than once in and just in the first quarter. Um so you know I don't see any reason why they need to why they need to go get you know skill position players for Aaron Rodgers because obviously he's he's always gonna you know put up multiple touchdowns in playoff games. Um so yeah I mean I you know listen just keep doing what you're doing Green Bay love you just, just you just just keep right on going now the I think that the thing that in all the the the, the fun of they don't draft quarterback they don't draft wide receivers in the first round is they've drafted a lot of wide receivers in the second round. Like Jordy Nelson was second round, Devontae Adams was second round, um, and Grandma Cobb was second round. Like that's been a, a gold mine for them. And they're pretty good at drafting wide receivers. So um maybe it's just you know, maybe it's just that kind of draft, and and they're going to go get their receiver in the second round. Who fucking knows? But um, obviously, Jordan Love is the one that gets the targets this time. <laughs> um, Quay Quay Bills, Bills took Kyir Elam. Ravens, solid, Ravens solid took the, Ravens took Linderbaum, the center. You were you were happy about that, Doug? No. Yes. No. Good. no? I
0: mean, that's yep. a good pick for them. I would say Ravens are right up there with the. Giants and jets is the best draft first round at least yeah Nine I inch. mean
3: Linderbaum was you know, they're saying he's the best center it's been around in a decade
0: yeah and again, it's like oh your arms are 32 inches and not 33 so you're gonna fall <laughs> Ridiculous. it's
2: game of inches doug
0: and you know why you know why this is bad because you skipped a team
2: I wanted to come back to them they should have yeah. drafted Linderbom. They, uh, so the Cowboys. There's, there's a couple things.
3: I, I For, think, I, I think in 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 senility they picked the wrong, one.
2: Tyler. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, or, or you know maybe Jerry was stroking out and he was like, Tyler, Tyler, and they're like, Ah, just, just fucking, just, just pick Tyler Smith, dude. Um
0: this guy had a third round grade <laughs> On a lot of places. He had I, I
3: sent you that uh that, that article. Like they the
2: guy, were trashing him.
3: Yeah, he was like, This guy's just a penalty waiting to happen. But the, but then the Cowboys need more penalties.
2: Which which is weird because the Cowboys certainly don't have uh get plagued by penalties in uh playoff games at home in twenty twenty in January twenty twenty two. That just that just doesn't happen. So good job, Cowboys. Um, the the better part for me was everybody's got the, the videos of the war room, right? There's like the look inside the Cowboys yeah, war room and look inside did. the Ravens room. They and they've got Jerry Jones sitting there with his fucking dipshit son on his left, Stephen Jones. And on his right is Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's in a fucking suit. Yeah, so which, weird. Which to me is like, Maybe the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. He looks very uncomfortable. Um, and what I want is a 24-hour news channel where the news is just Mike McCarthy walking around in a suit, just doing regular stuff all the time. Um, he looks so fucking out of place. He looks so fucking uncomfortable. It, I, I rewound it and watched it like multiple times. It was amazing just how uncomfortable he looked in his suit. He just, the man just wanted a fucking hoodie. Like, but it because it's the Cowboys and they've got some kind of bullshit, like, I don't, there's not another fucking coach in the league that is forced to wear a suit on draft day. Not another <laughs> single fucking coach. And you put Mike McCarthy's fat ass into a fucking suit and make him sit at a table and his just fucking chins are just sitting there and his fucking guts hang. Uh, it's just, it was amazing. Everything The tie was kind of like all fucking It was just perfect It's fucking Tommy Boy Yeah. (laughs) Tommy Boy got old Except without the endearing You know, lovability Of course
0: But yeah, no, Tyler Smith I I mean, I'm looking at Best available right now There's at least four to six tackles I would have took instead of him They're still out there
3: Cowboy Um, don't
0: cowboy
2: and then the uh I liked it. Th- what did you think of the Patriots pick cuz that one's getting dragged?
3: <laughs> they even said uh, like yeah, they even said like that's Bill saying oh I like this guy like doesn't wear tape on his hands, like has the old school uh middle bar on his fucking face mask.
2: He could have played for my dad at Army. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like he looks like he's a Bill Belichick guy. Like it fits.
0: Um yeah, he he could have played there and he also could have been drafted in the third round. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so again, this is a, this was a bad pick, they put but it's up, Bill they put Belichick, up stat, right? They, so he gets a pass, right? They put
3: up a stat on the television that says a 96% chance he would be available with their next pick at 56 or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah so that a was a strange one, but again, that's just a I think this is just Belichick flexing. I'm gonna make this guy the next Logan Makins.
2: I mean, there's, there is there is something to be, you know, we've talked about this when um, we've talked about all sorts of shit, like culture and hiring, whether it's in our personal lives or whatever. But like, yeah. you know, it's like there's a um, there's a skill in drafting guys. And Trevor, you brought it up earlier and drafting guys that want to play football. Yeah. And and, you know, if you've got a team full of guys that want to play football, like That whole, like, hey, he'll run through a brick wall for Bill Belichick. It's like, no, that guy was going to run through a brick wall for just about fucking anybody. Yeah. But Belichick was usually the guy that goes, like, hey, that guy will run through a brick wall.
3: Right. He's the one that can find him. Right. Right. And that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just, yeah, it's out there and he could have been there, but that's his Belichick, a guy like that says, that's my guy. That's his fucking guy. And they can go do that. I think it's more of a, I think that's the flex that, eh, I'll, yeah, I want him. So I'm taking him.
2: And, and it's, You know, it's almost like in fantasy football, right? It's like if if you really want the guy and you think there's any chance that he's not gonna be there when your next pick comes around, just fucking take him. Just take him. Yeah. Right. Did
0: did you see that Rams press conference thing?
2: Yeah, McVeigh looked drunk.
0: But did you hear them talking about that guy? Yeah. Like we wanted it. We wanted
2: him at 104. (laughs) We wasted all that fucking time looking at him. We thought he was gonna be available at one oh four.
0: Yeah. Again, there's uh, obviously, Bill Belichick knows this stuff, but there's four, or f- five, other interior linemen I would have took over that guy in the first round.
2: There is going to be nothing more annoying than fucking the Rams with their chest puffed out this year. Yeah, It's it sucks. gonna be fucking awful.
3: The Rams are like, or their fans? Which one, which one's worse?
2: Oh, uh, just no, the Rams. Like, you know. They're there's they're I mean, they're, they're, did you see the the draft trailer video, the draft <laughs> movie video they put out? I refuse
0: to watch it. No, it, why, what's that it,
4: about? It,
2: it was funny and well, and very well done, but it's like it's that type of stuff that's like, oh my god, you guys are gonna be you guys on top of everything. You're gonna try and be cute about everything too. Like, fuck you, just go away. <laughs> Anyways um that's kind of the draft that's basically
0: it did we say uh jermaine johnson at 26 oh yeah kind of the the guy that tumbled the farthest i thought dude i thought that guy was top 10 um so again the jets did really well man they did they got three i mean they got potentially three of the top 10 players in this draft
2: that's that's you know they'll We're really, we're, we're really testing with, you know, the Browns having, the Browns are doing things right. The, the fucking jets are doing things right. We're really testing this. Like some organizations are just destined to fail thing. A lot of averages,
0: a lot of averages.
2: It's our time. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be bad forever. Can't be bad forever.
0: Yeah, but I thought that was a good pick. I thought the Jaguars traded in and got that Devin Lloyd linebacker who probably should have been drafted by the Packers since they needed a linebacker, I guess. Um, but that was a pretty good pick at the end there. I actually do like the defensive tackle from Georgia that Green Bay got right after that at 28. That was a good pick. Um, but, yeah, after George Karloftis was a guy that kind of slid a little bit. You know, last year he was considered a top 10 pick. He Chiefs got him at 30, so that's a good pick. And, and the two safeties to finish it out, Daxton Hill, Louis Sine, that guy's a beast. That guy's a missile. Louis Sign and Harrison Smith starting safeties for the Vikings. That's a nice tandem.
2: All right, so we got some questions here. Um, we got a phenomenal review. By the way, that I want to save for Monday. Okay, um, I like that. A, a phenomenal review, um, but uh, atheist for the cause uh, looks like a Packers fan. So, um, thanks for thanks thanks for sticking through all this. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Where will the quarterbacks finally go? Um, I. Yeah. So, who, so who's, who's left from the quarterbacks, I guess, is the...
0: So, there's probably two quarterbacks that I thought had potential to go in the first round that did not. Um, Malik Willis, Liberty quarterback, and Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati quarterback.
2: And then what about, oh. like, Matt Corral or Sam Howell or those guys?
0: Yeah, so, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, those guys also. There was some talk about them being late first, early second quarterback, or second round picks. Um, And then there's a guy from Nevada, Carson Strong, who has the biggest arm in the draft, but his knees are mush. His knee is like mush, so we don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, But, yeah, where are – that's a great question. Where are they going to go? There's – uh, I got to think the teams – I mean, there's teams that didn't get a quarterback that we thought were going to potentially draft a quarterback in the first round. So there's still, what, the Panthers, um, the Seahawks, Commanders.
2: Uh, I mean the Gi- the Giants have the fourth pick in the second round. Yeah. I mean but honestly at this safety. point.
0: I dude you might be looking at Malik Willis. They might not have thought he'd be there, be there at this point.
3: I mean, that's not a crazy pick. Just in case.
2: The Seahawks have the eighth and ninth pick of the second round. Um no. let's see. Uh, but, 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 but the Lions have the 14th pick in the second round. I'd say if there's a, it's going to be crazy if there's not a run on quarterbacks. Like if there's only like two taken this round. Yeah, once, I mean
3: once once Willis goes, you'll see the rest go. That's kind of how it works. Right? I, I,
2: I that's the thing. It's like maybe. Like maybe they're just all maybe maybe everybody's just really low on them. But it's like okay. So the so I, here we
0: go. I got it here. So the Bucks have the first pick in the second round. Right. I mean, this is probably Tom Brady's last year, right? Maybe he plays another year. They Yeah, I, mean, I was but, I was
3: looking at that on the screen like that could
0: be Malik Willis. Baker Baker's been connected to the Bucks. Um yeah, you said the Giants at 4, the Texans at 5.
2: The Titans maybe.
0: The Seahawks have the eight and the nine. Falcons at eleven. Certainly. You know? I mean, I I don't know. I guess I mean if you're if you're tanking for the quarterbacks next year, then you don't. Right. Um the Lions at 14. They didn't draft you know someone for golf. Commanders at fifteen. Saints at seventeen.
2: God, imagine giving up a third-round pick for Carson Wentz, and then on top of that, turning around and drafting a quarterback in the second round.
0: <laughs> they can't, right? Just of,
2: you uh, would fucking hope not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the 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 Bucks would be the Bucks would be crazy. Um, I really wanted Malik Willis to go to the Packers. That just didn't happen. <laughs> I like if they would have spent the first round pick on Malik Willis, I I I don't know what I would have done.
0: Shut it the fuck down if they draft a quarterback.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, it's a good question, but I think I think the Seahawks have to use one of like those. They're going to use either the eighth or ninth pick on a quarterback. I'm almost positive. I'm fairly certain. I've seen dumber things if they I've, – I've seen dumber things if they don't do it. But I'm expecting them to. So Are they all paid up on the Jamal Adams trade? This was the final year of the Jamal Adams trade, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, so yeah, it's, it's a tough situation if you're, uh, if you're in need of a quarterback because, again, next year's class is much better. The Ohio State quarterback, the Alabama quarterback – Florida has a good quarterback. Um, people are excited about.
2: So, um. I mean, worst the worst thing that would happen is you're bad again, like, and you end up you're you're bad again, and you end up with another top ten pick. Like if you if you're the Seahawks and you've got two, you get the eighth and ninth pick in the second round. The worst that can happen is this guy doesn't beat out Drew Locke, You're which means you're going into the season with Drew Locke which means you're going to be fucking terrible, which means you're going to have a top seven pick anyways. Like you might as well find out now. Maybe you fucking, you know, run into, you know, find the, you get, you strike gold again, like you do with the Russell Wilson. And, um, you know, you, you don't need to be bad this year, but God, I just, I, Pete Carol's 70 years old. Why is he going into the season with fucking Drew Locke? And who's the other guy? gino gino smith jesus
3: gino's so bad
2: so um that's so where i'm at I, I think i think i think that's our pod okay so, all right thanks for uh thanks for listening everybody go go get we're gonna read those reviews on on monday so
3: yeah go review go view it there. up
2: it's a re- it's a really good one i don't even want to share it with you guys just because i want you guys to hear it fresh for the first time on monday so
3: well we got one <laughs> we got one yep.
2: it's 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 the perfect review for us okay so I'll anyways on right. that note we're out of here
4: day two see you tomorrow peace it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust